12 months from now, it'll be a hundred times better. This is the fastest growing thing. Once you start trimming and then you got all these A players, then some of those A players start looking like Bs and your criteria changes and, and your expectations change because you know what's possible. I think that the lawyers that say, you know, oh, I'm too old for this. I mean, I'm 67 years old, man. Listen, I don't even know how to talk, but I know this is real. Welcome to Personal Injury Mastermind. I'm your host, Chris Dreyer, founder and CEO of Rankings.io, the elite legal marketing agency. Each week, you get insights and wisdom from some of the best in the industry. On these special Toolkit Tuesdays, we dive deep into conversations with the leading vendors in the legal sphere. The masterminds behind the technologies, services, and strategies that help law firms not just survive, but thrive in today's competitive landscape. Now, this isn't about selling you the latest software or getting kickbacks from affiliate links. It's about bringing you the best so you can be the best for your firm, for your staff, for your clients, and for you. This is Toolkit Tuesday on PIM, your weekly guide to staying sharp in the legal world. Let's go. When Ken Hardison sees a great opportunity, he takes it. In the 90s, advertising was uncommon, especially on TV. Many saw it as unprofessional. Not Ken, he saw it for what it was, an untapped gold mine. So he borrowed a half million dollars and invested all of it into TV. In just 90 days, the firm exploded. Before advertising, the firm brought in 20 cases a month. After TV, over 100 cases per month. By June of 1998, just two years after starting the firm, they hit their first $100,000 month. Rapid success came with serious growing pains. Ken fought on and learned to create systems and processes to manage the ever-increasing volume of cases. Four years later, he had 14 lawyers and 47 staff. It pulled in about $5 million a year. With operations dialed in, that number grew to $8 million. By 2010, Ken was ready to sell his firm. But that is just the beginning of Ken's story. He has built not one, but two multi-million dollar firms. He wanted to help other law firm owners experience wild growth and eventually escape that nine to five rat race. So he started the Personal Injury Lawyers Marketing and Management Association, or PILMA. Through PILMA, he provides training, coaching, masterminds, and other resources to shortcut that path to law firm growth. Members gain access to Ken's tested marketing tactics, management best practices, and innovative ideas. He shares some of those insights today. Ken explains why AI is the great equalizer for small firms, what to look for in A players, and how to set proper KPIs. Here's Ken Hardison, founder and president of PILMA, on how he sees AI changing the landscape. I think it's the biggest thing to ever hit in my lifetime. You know, the internet was big, and those that embraced it and got on it, the lawyers that got on it, they made a lot of money. <laughs> and they're still making money because of their longevity, and you know that better than anybody. The ones that just said, oh, you know, it's just a pad or whatever. Now, this thing has grown faster than anything new. Like, like in three months, it had over a million users. And we're really, we just are on the edge of it. I mean, what it can do. But what I think it's going to do is I don't think it's going to replace people because that's what everybody's scared of. I am scared of some things, and I'll tell you that. But I'm not scared of it replacing people. I think what it's going to do is that as far as the marketing part, I see it as a great equalizer for smaller law firms that can pump out a lot of content and you'll get people to argue with you both ways. But my research shows me that if you do it right and you go back over the content, make sure like the lawyer in New York didn't go back and check the citations, it's going to make mistakes, but it can reduce the amount of labor it takes to produce something. Instead of putting out 20 or 30 pages of content a month, I mean, really, realistically, you could use the same person and put out 300 pages of content. 
you know, it could write blogs. I think it's going to be very useful. We're testing it now with an avatar. We're also working on, we're using this thing called Opus, where I take like one of my podcasts and then just run it through the deal and let it just cut me out a bunch of shorts to use on social media, which saves time, right? It saves time for me. It saves time for the editing, which is always the hard part about video to me. That's just two or three places, uh, you know, voiceovers. That's the scary part because me and you are out there all day. So somebody could take our voice and take our image and put shit out there that, that you know, and that could be a bad part of it. That scares me. On, on the productivity side, for PI lawyers especially, man, writing demands, you can bring that in-house instead of paying these companies that do it, instead of doing, you know, you could do probably do five to ten demands where it used to take you in the time it takes you to do one. And you still got to go back over it. You still got to look at this. Medical chronologies, using them for depot preps. You can use them for how to dumb down something for a jury. Discovery, if you get an AI, not chat GBT, but like an AI platform and download it in and create. And I, I, that's, see, that's where everybody's thinking it's just chat GPT. Ch- chat GPT is only like, I think in the next couple of years, it's going to be only like 10% of the use. There's so many free AI platforms out there that you can use and dump stuff in so you don't have to worry about your client's personal information, the HIPAA rules and regulations. So you're going to have your own learning machine and you're going to be feeding it. And that's where I see it going. The number of applications for AI and personal injury practice seems limitless, but where do you begin? Ken's got the answer. He has put together the AI Mastery Workshop, and it's not just theory. His program is all about doing. We're going to talk about it, but then we're going to actually give you something to do and, and let you do it so that when you walk out of there, you can actually do it. That's why we limited it to like 25 law firms, because we wanted, and because we got to have so many people, I've had to hire a bunch of geeks <laughs> to come in and, and be there to help people to make sure that they know how to do it. When they walk out of there, I want them to know how to use this stuff. And that's why we use like four people per law firm. So you can bring your marketing people, you can bring your case managers, your lawyers, you can bring one person for each thing, because I think it can be used on all parts of the law practice. And I think uh, 12 months from now, It'll be a hundred times better. I mean, I really do. This is the fastest growing thing. And I do pride myself on, on that. I've always been one in Pilma. I want Pilma to be the leading edge. I want us to be out what's front. When we when they had LSAs, our members were the first. We were getting verified before it even went live. I mean, when we had them on there, we had I had all my people, all my mastermind members and everything. They were getting verified and everything. As soon as it came to their town, man, they were ready to go. And they killed it for like three or four months. Of course, everybody figured it out. He who is first gets the golden ring. So I think that's the same thing with this. I think that the lawyers that say, you know, oh, I'm too old for this. I mean, I'm 67 years old, man. Listen, I don't even know how to type, but I know this is real. And I, I play with Jet Chat GPT a lot. Uh, and, and it's got some great stuff, and it's got some stuff that's not so great. And also the pictures. There, there's some stuff. We're going to talk about mid-journey and different things. You know, some of it's really good. Some of it's terrible. Some of it, you'll have six fingers and stuff. So It's always the hands. you got to pick the right software. Yeah, it's always the hand, the fingers. So, I mean, you know, but there's so much. I mean, it's just Think about it this way. It's like I told somebody yesterday. It's just like all other technology. It's going to get a lot better and a lot cheaper. You look at the VCR. You look at the chip. You look at, you know, you look at anything. You look at the, the phones. When I bought my first cell phone, and one of my cell phone was a bag phone. It was $3 a minute, and, and the phone was over like $2,500. But I was the only guy in town that had a phone in his car. You know, I don't know that I really even needed it. I think it was more of a status symbol, to be honest with you. I was a young 
cocky lawyer. Thought I had to have, you know, the latest and greatest. I probably wouldn't do that now. But uh, I think you see all of this above, but it's just going to go a lot faster than anything we've ever seen before, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. AI, particularly for personal injury working on contingency, it's going to help improve utilization. So you're, there's going to be a lot more profit capability there because you're not on the billable hour typically. And then the billable hour guys, especially the business lawyers, are more at risk because you can go use ChatGPT to whip up a quick NDA or whatever it, yeah. it may be. The one thing that you mentioned on the forefront and just, just plug in our audience is Threads, which, which is Instagram's version of Twitter, just dropped yesterday, yesterday being uh, July 5th. I checked today. They added 30 million users in a day. Well, they made it real easy with Instagram, right? You can just go into Instagram and they made it real easy, which is something to think about. Anytime you're trying to sell anything or, or give a service, you got to make it easy as you can for the people to click in or like getting reviews or stuff like that. I always say when we're doing stuff at Pilma, Pier- I said, you got to give them at least two or three different ways to, to do it. And you got to make it easy because different people, you know. Like when I I've got, I got a golf ball company and, and when we're selling online, I try to make it where they can pay with anything, even pay with Amazon. You know, I want to make it where it's so easy. PayPal, whatever it is, Apple, Car- I, mean, I want to make it so it's so easy. All the, they can step right there on the phone and do it and not even have to pull out the credit card, you know? Yeah, there's nothing more frustrating when you have like one way of paying. Yeah. I, I want to keep going deeper on Pilma because last time we spoke about your history and and we talked about how when you got into TV and, and, and the impact that had on operations. But I think we just kind of covered Pilma on the high level. I really want to dig in and share with our audience what Pilma is, who it's for, kind of how it can help you and, and be the mentor. Well, Pilma is Personal Injury Lawyers Marketing and Management Association. And it's a membership. It's a subscription model. And we have two levels. We have the masterminds. And then we have the gold membership. And uh, I hear a lot of lawyers challenges every day i mean you know i do a lot of free 30 minute consults with lawyers all across the nation we got like maybe 10 or 10 different things that we offer for like 397 a month it's a it's a no-brainer really and everything i do comes with a money-back guarantee so because lawyers like i think they're just very skeptical you know and we're we're trained to be so that's good that's a good thing but we do intake training because what i've seen is that's the most leakage in any law firm guys like you do a great job and then the law firm says i'm not getting any cases and that 90 percent of the time it's the lawyer that screwed it up because he don't have dedicated intake people he's not trained them properly they don't even know cases if you can go from a 30 percent conversion rate to a 40% or I like to go by the cases I won't go from like 77 to like 90. That's big money. That's big money. And we've, we've helped people do that. Other thing we have that, believe it or not, one of the most popular things of the whole deal is it's a listener where everybody, every member there has access to go online and ask questions to all the other members and me. And it might be about a vendor. It might be they want to refer a case. Like this morning, we had a guy in Florida, it said, hey, listen, the doctors in the hospital say my, my medical request letter is hard to understand. And he said, and I looked at it, and it is. Can anybody got any? Like three members popped in their medical request letters, just like that. So they like that because they can get instant gratification because you got, you know, several hundred members out there. And uh, I don't allow any selling on the listserv, so, but it's all, but you can give your, your reviews and whatever. So that's like a big thing that when I did it, I didn't think it was that big a deal. 
but it's turned out to be one of the like, top three. We do a monthly magazine, Pilma Insider's Journal, and we have people come on and, and, and uh, write articles about different things, marketing management. We have a monthly roundtable session with uh, I bring in on um, management each month and then a roundtable session on marketing. We also have a monthly Q&A with me. And then also inside, we got a members resources where I've got a bunch of forms and templates. Plus, we've got, I did about 30, over 30 videos, Chris. And I, I put them in like four or five sections, like what you should do. You know, some of them you go, you're going to know, some of them you don't. But I got it, you know, they're all like anywhere from eight to 25 minutes. So I made them short enough people would watch them. You know, because if you get something much over, we know they're doing podcasts. If you get much over 30 minutes, people are going to bail out on you. Attention spans. So that has been very helpful, especially for the ones that are not bigger, the smaller law firms, because I go in there to very basic stuff about knowing your numbers, what are your KPIs, just stuff about how to get reviews, you know, how, how to market to your past clients, how to, how to reduce your costs, how to do a newsletter, why you should do them, how to do them, you know, just different things, all kinds of things, how to get in the three pack with the, you know, which I think is like really key. I got to do one on LSAs, but it's been kind of changing. I've been scared to put anything on there, but we got some of our mastermind that has cracked the code on LSAs and they're killing it. You hear all this and that, but I mean, I'm sitting there and listen to them and they know what they're doing. And like, I got lawyers that are signing up 30, 45 cases a month off LSAs. Now they're spending a lot of money. But, but you know, they got a lot of Google reviews. They stay on top of their Google My Business page, you know, and they answer the phone real quick, too, because that'll kill you on LSAs. That will kill you. If you if you drop a call. You miss one, you're done. You're in the dungeon, baby. Yep. There's a way to get out of it, but you got to spend a lot of money. Every time I see somebody get out, it costs them like $25,000 on stuff that they really didn't want to take just to get their, you know, to get the phone where they prove they'll answer the phone again. Have you found with like the listserv that your members are starting to become familiar with each other and it lends itself to like referral situations? So, oh, yeah, it's a daily thing. Somebody referred a case to somebody else. And sometimes they know each other and sometimes they just throw it out there. I got a cop. Like we had one yesterday, Indiana. Anybody, anybody want to take this case in Indiana? Uh, and then some of them will say, you know, does anybody, know, I, got a cl- I got a client that got hurt down here or whatever, but he's moved to Indiana. Anybody know any good doctors up there? And then, of course, if they help them, if they have to go to court, they're knowing that referring that case because they can't try it, right? You know, so we get that a lot. But yeah, it's just about, I tell people, I said, I can't promise you, but promise probably at least 50% of the members get enough referrals that they pay for the membership 10 times over. But that ain't the reason to join. But that's just, a, that's like an added extra bonus, I guess. So I don't ever make a big deal out of it because it's probably going to be 50% that don't, right? Right. Because right. number, number one, you got to be quick. You got to be looking at it. Because I see somebody I say somebody in, you know in in South Carolina, and all of a sudden, you know, you have three or four lawyers. Say, yeah, I can take it. I can take it. I can take it. Yeah, and like anything, the people that utilize your mastermind and and are actively engaged get the most out of it versus the people that don't. Yeah, and then the mastermind. Very briefly, I think we went over that last time. But basically, we meet three times a year, and uh, everybody sh- two days, and everybody shares what's working in management and marketing, what's not working in marketing and management since the last meeting, and what challenges they have. And we sit there and try to help them out. Everybody gets about 45 minutes to an hour. I usually keep the group under 16, 18 people so that everybody gets 45 minutes to an hour. We go to different places like next month, we're going, or this month, next week, Nashville. And then I think uh, we just went, we did Key West before, and then I think the next one's going to be in Vegas. So we go to nice places. Sometimes they bring their family members or 
uh, significant other ones and come on do two or three days early or, or stay a couple of days later, do some sightseeing, write it off. Yeah, yeah. And is, is this separate from the conference or, do you, or does sometimes you align the conference to where it's like? No, I used to align my conference, but I've got so many. I've got six masterminds now, so there's just no way I can do them. Uh, at the same time, so we do a big conference at the in May. Well, we're doing a maze now. And the next one will be in May. I think it's May the 14th through the 17th. It's been doing real good. We're actually having to move hotels. We pretty much have maxed out of the uh, Ritz-Carlton in New Orleans. And so now we're going over to what's the one across the street, the Roosevelt. But, you know, I hate leaving Ritz because they're just really great service. But we just, we ran out of room. We could have sold 10 or 12 more booths and the room was at capacity it was tight i mean but we had enough seats for everybody if we'd had 25 more people they'd been standing up ken may have sold both of his firms but he still has so much on his plate he runs pilma has multiple businesses mentorships and a personal life but he isn't working around the clock day and night in fact ken is passionate about having more free time here's how he does it my goes. it's not so big that i gotta think it's gotta be doing 100 uh, perfect I mean, I want it as good as it can be done, but say I, I might can do it and do it perfect or get it 99% right. Whereas if I delegate it to somebody and they might get it 92% right. Well, I'm okay with that. It's a little different. I know that people say law, you can't do that. But as long as you got somebody reviewing it, you can't do it all. And, and I think the other deal is we all got unique strengths, you know, that we're really good at, stuff we got a passion for, we're really good at. And it's usually stuff you love to do. So what I've tried to do over the years is like, I, I know how to teach management, but I hate management. I hate managing employees, okay? I just hate it. I'm not good at it because, number one, I want everybody to like me. And number two, I just think if I tell you to do something, I just expect you to do it. And you can't do that in business. you got to have somebody inspecting and keeping the AKPIs and holding people accountable. That's not my strength, okay? I'm just being honest with you. My strength is uh, leadership, and I'm the big ideal guy. I'm thinking about the future. And uh, so I usually hire a very strong management people uh, try to be that and other people like I'm not really good at technology so I try to hire people that really know technology and delegate to them and empower them trust but verify so and that's what KPIs do and that's what reports do and really really, I mean I used to run the reports but then I give it to my office manager or or, you know and say go take care of this these these people this person's not doing they're not meeting their quotas or do this or that I mean I could still I know what to look for, but I just didn't want to be the one to confront them. And there's different points of delegation. You know, it's like in the top ones where you just give it to them and just know they're going to take care of it. Those are very hard to find. But the deal is you don't want something where you got to show everybody every time. You might as well do it yourself, right? That's what most people think. Well, I can, time I show them how to do it. But if you can train somebody and you got processes, procedures, and they can go there and learn it, that's where that's where the rubber meets the road. I mean, you know, that's what I think. I mean, that's that's the key is having these processes and onboarding people and training them, and then just delegate to them and have some way to hold them accountable. I mean, we do it with KPIs, reports, you know. Um, yeah. And most lawyers do. They use some kind, you know, whatever it, whatever your KPI is. So, like, I used to, when I ran the law firm, from the time somebody got released till I got the medical records, my goal was 30 days. And I'd run reports. If it got over 30 days, then I wanted to know why, you know? So they knew we were watching. And sometimes there's legitimate reasons, right? And sometimes there's not. But if they know you're watching, and then I wanted, like, two weeks, I wanted the demand out two weeks from the time they got the records in because they had to hit a button. And if they won't, then I wanted to know why. You know, I want a case settled after demand went out 60 days. And sometimes that don't always work. But if it didn't, I want to know why. And if there was no good reason, then I want a suit filed in 30 days. So I pushed everything. Everybody knew what the benchmarks were. And, and they were given the, you know, we didn't sit there and micromanage them, but we, we had 
everybody knew what the goals were. You know what I'm saying? What the benchmarks were. Yeah. And I think for me too, I'm the same way from a, from a emotional perspective. And, and what I found with these KPIs is it makes it a lot more objective. Yeah. Hey, you're missing your KPIs. It's, it's not me. I'm not the bad guy here. It's, it's you're missing your numbers. Here they are. And it presents a different way of, uh, of managing those people. I also, Ken, I heard recently Cody Sanchez, she owns multiple companies and she said she goes by the, the 140 rule. And I was, you know, what's that? And she's like, well, maybe get two people that are 70% as good as you, but combine their 140 so they can do more than the one individual. I'm not, that's not always the case. You know, one person can be the equivalent to three, but I like that perspective of looking at things too. Well, I, I tell you what I like to do. I really like, you know, everybody says hire slow, but I'm really looking for A players. Even if I got to pay them more, this is a prime example, Costco versus Walmart. Costco probably pays their people 30 to 40% more per hour, but they, they, but they use a lot less people. What the studies have shown is that A players are producing 150 to 170% more work than a, than a B player or a C player. You know, and not saying B players are bad. C's are. I don't want C's in my business, but B's are not bad. You're not going to have all A's because there's just not that many of them out there. But if you can have, the more you can have. I was talking to some guy on the company. He had 60% A players. I thought, I said, that's good. I mean, that's great because really I'd be satisfied with 30 or 40%. I mean, I'd be, I'd be tickled to death because A players are the ones going to get 100, you know, 150%. They, they, they treat the business like it's their own, you know. And they, they're hungry not just for money, but they're hungry to grow personally and help the business grow. They know how to get along with other people. They're not assholes. They know how to get, and they're humble, but they're very confident. You find somebody with all those qualities, you got an A player. You know what I'm saying? And those people are worth more. I'd rather pay somebody 60000 A player than a B player 40000 Because I know I'm, I'm going to get just as much done, if not more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. You know what happens too, though. Here's what I've I've found in growing my business. I'm sure you've seen the same as the individuals that you you know once you start trimming and then you got all these A players, then some of those A players start looking like Bs, and your criteria changes and and your expectations change because you know what's possible. Yeah, that's true. That is true. You know, I had one lawyer one time. He said he ran a contest. He was a Social Security lawyer down in Florida. Had a big operation, about six seven thousand cases. I mean, big. And he used to run a contest, like how many briefs could you get out in a day or something? He said, and then he used, like, there's two to just really beat everybody to death. Then there was some lower, but he took, the, like, in between the, the, the top and the average. And he said, okay, you make this every day, you get a bonus every day. And he set it up like that because he said, I had no idea. He said, but I, when I did the contest, I had two people that just blew it out of the water, you know, like did 30, 40% more than everybody else. You know, and then I said, you know, I said, well, did you use their top numbers? He said, no, because nobody would have never reached it. But those two, he said, but I went below, but above the average of the rest of them. And in between, I said, that that's a good marking. thought that was pretty cool. I think that's unbelievable. I would just love to just highlight for this podcast. I think that's super smart. Well, I wish I could take credit for it. But as Ken LeVan out of Florida, smart dude, he used to do a lot of speaking for me on, on management. Very, very sharp guy. I think that's incredible because a lot of times we don't know what those KPIs should be. Even if you're doing time tracking and you, which I think time tracking a lot of times there's a lot of issues with that because it's not measuring throughput, the actual outcome. It's just measuring the time, but that's a whole different track. Can it, this is amazing. And you know, most of our audience is personal injury attorneys. And if a personal injury attorney is listening 
how can they get in touch with you and what should they be thinking about in regards to Pilma? You can go info at Pilma.org or you can just go to Pilma.org and we've got a place in there where you can contact us, phone numbers, emails. You know, if you want to join, you can join right online. The mastermind is the application process because just to be honest with you, I, I, it's got to be, it's market exclusive. Money is number two. It's not number one anymore. I just think I'll put up with somebody that's uh, going to be a jerk. I'm just not. I'm, I'm, I'm beyond that now. Thanks so much to Ken for sharing his insights. Let's get over to those takeaways. Boost productivity with AI. Avoid blank page syndrome by using AI for routine written work at your firm. This can look like first drafts of demand letters, deposition prep, briefs, or demand letters. It's going to make mistakes, but it can reduce the amount of labor it takes to produce something. Writing demands, you can bring that in-house instead of paying these companies that do it. You can do probably do five to ten demands where it used to take you in the time it takes you to do one. Know what to look for. Hone in on those A players. We all want them on our team. Hard skills are easy to measure. What about the soft skills that set A players apart? They trick the business like it's their own. And they, they're hungry not just for money, but they're hungry to grow personally and help the business grow. They know how to get along with other people. They're not assholes and they're humble, but they're very confident. Measure success the right way. Key performance indicators are KPIs that are so important for making sure that your firm is on track to reach those big goals. Set the KPIs based on real data, not just assumptions about what you think employees should produce. Getting to those numbers will take a little creativity. Remember that numbers won't necessarily be the same from person to person either. I had one lawyer one time. He was a social security lawyer down in Florida. He had a big operation, about six, 7,000 cases. I mean, big. And he used to run a contest, like how many briefs could you get out in a day or something? He took the average and he said, okay, you make this every day, you get a bonus every day. He said, but I, when I did the contest, I had two people that just blew it out of the water, like did 30, 40% more than everybody else. I said, well, did you use their top numbers? He said, no. All right, everybody. I hope you added a few more tools to your kit. For more about Ken, Pilma, and tapping into crazy growth, head on over to the show notes. While you're there, leave me a five-star review. I'll be forever grateful. Thanks for listening to Personal Injury Mastermind with me, Chris Dreyer, founder and CEO of Rankings.io. Catch you next time. I'm out.